we're dealing with a lot of the country that is given over to imagination. Howdy, folks. Welcome to the Virtue Signal. I'm Alfonso Rachel with my buddy Bill Whittle. And uh, Bill, I, I caught your um, I caught uh, your latest uh, Stratosphere Studio. Mm. You know, I, I kind of yeah. yeah we, put... we we call that the we call that the uh, the 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 cheer the the good cheer and technical excellence uh, episode of the uh, Stratosphere Lounge, which shot yesterday. Good cheer. All right, what that, a nightmare. Is that what we're calling it? All right. <laughs> hey, you no, know, I, I, I'm gonna kind of put you on the spot, man. Uh, sure. You know, I kind of what happened to the Stratosphere Lounge. Last last night, last time. No, the stratosphere is it is it still the stratosphere lounge? Because I'm seeing stratosphere studio. Yeah, it's, it's still the stratosphere lounge. Okay. We do stratosphere lounge on Thursday nights, and then we do stratosphere studios for the pop culture stuff on Monday. That's a new addition. We've done two of those. Okay, I'm I'm late then. I'm sorry, man, because you know the shot the stratosphere no lounge, that's chic. I love that name, man. The stratosphere. Thank you lounge. very much. Yes, yes. Uh, and you know you seemed a little you know seemed a little down and um, burned but, out. Did, did did you did you need did you need to talk about it? You know, Bill, you 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 got to, you feeling better, man? You you feeling good? I seem to be feeling a little better than yesterday. Uh, I don't like it when when uh, when I when. Let me put it to you this way: the Stratosphere Lounge has always been a convert a direct conversation with people who are who are I consider to be friends, and um, and I have a live comment feedback thing. So that show is about me interacting with the people in the comment section. And even though only 70, 80, 100 people sometimes watch it live, two, 3,000 occasionally watch it on, on YouTube. So that whole dynamic isn't, isn't there for most of the people that watch it. But for the people, but, but for me, uh, it's a chance to actually interact with people. I don't get a chance to do that very often, believe it or not. You're probably my best friend. You're certainly one of my best friends and you're halfway around the, the world in freaking Texas. Uh, so sometimes since that show is so informal and so personal, and since I've talked about so many personal things on that show, and it seems to do a lot of good for people to hear things about like clinical depression or, or, or 12 step programs, something like that. Uh, I, I started the show um, last night as we record this, fired it up. And I, I just, I didn't have, I can talk about anything obviously, uh, but I didn't feel good and I didn't feel any energetic, I didn't feel en enough energy to be angry about things. Um, since it's been it's been getting worse for me for for months now. As I mentioned on the show, I took a pretty big emotional hit a couple of uh, I don't know a month ago now, and there are some things that I don't talk about, and that's one of them. But really, to be honest with you, though, uh, the the thing in front of Independence Hall that Joe Biden did filled me with despair, mm -hmm. not fear. I, I can manage that. I can manage my concern about where he's going with this. Just the, the fact that he did it and the slander of it, you know, that, that, that slander of Republicans live in fear and darkness and, and are dedicated to violence and, and don't respect the rule of law. I mean, coming from this guy was just really hard. And uh, the abortion porn episode we did was was really disturbing to me, not just for the content, although God knows it was that too. The fact that people like that are out there and that they're and that they feel like not only is this okay to talk about, but that they're going to get a, a lot of kudos for it, a lot of love for it. 
I 100% believe in free speech. I think these these individuals have a right to talk about whatever they want to, and I'm not trying to shut them down. But the fact that they were talking about what they were talking about in such a gleeful, uh, celebratory manner made me feel really, really dirty and sad and... Um, and and again, just kind of a, 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 a sometimes despair hits a point where you you become just you know lethargic, apathetic. You just it's it's not even apathy. It's not like I don't care. It's just I can't seem to find the energy to do anything about it. And I am one hundred percent convinced that this is exactly, precisely the the goal that the people who are doing this are aiming for. Yes, indeed, man. It's like this is what you want to do with your freedom. It's like you want to go and use your freedom because, I mean, mm -hmm. where they're coming from isn't even freedom. Uh, it's just some sort of spoiled, rotten, enti entitled exercise. Yeah, it's uh, a constitutional right that they yeah. have. I mean, I mean, it's supposed to be really that the first thing is supposed to be about the freedom to have a redress, you know, uh, uh, of, of grievance. It's like, look, you can call out your government and say, hey, you, you are at odds with our rights. You know, we got that. Mm -hmm. These people are just taking it to just be vulgar. You know, I could say whatever I want and be as vulgar as I want. And they don't care about the, the effects that it has on society. And it, and it most certainly does. Um, and these things, you know, they, they get really, you know, they get really taxing. And for us, you know, you know, folks may, you know, be like, you know, well, take a break, take a vacation. I, had, I, don't, I don't think I've ever had a vacation. Um, and it's not I was like, trying to remember one on the show. I got, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I, was, I can't remember the last time I was gone for more than four or five days i was in cancun with natalia uh and that was in 2019 uh, like three years ago somebody said you were you were uh you were away for two weeks when you had covid i thought that's right yes of course that's right that was my last vacation was that uh, was my covid uh experience when i was in bed for 11 days so yeah. it's true i have i have had a vacation yeah in the last a six vacation months. that worked on you uh than, <laughs> yeah i don't see how that works out yeah. too good but you know, it's like, but no, it's to be able to take a break from this. And what really is insulting a lot of times, you know, when you, you, uh, is when people tell you like, well, get a real job. It's like, well, can you, you know, those are things that they start to make you tired too. It's like, well, can you define what a real job is? What, what, what sort of job do you expect me to be able to have? I mean, in this line of work, we, not only is it a job, uh, it tends to employ people as well. Um, but it's one of those things that you, you know, when you when you have this thing where you're you are the product, you are the business, you can't like really stop. Um, and part of what's tiring about it is, you know, we 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 really dig our, our sense of patriotic duty. We do this because we feel like we have something to share, to offer uh, something um, thought provoking and, mm -hmm. um, you know, practical to promote in the culture. And we want to do our we want to do our part, and we have a creative means and we, and, and, a, and a manner of you know uh, illustrating verbally you know what it is that we're you know what we're trying to do to our part to help preserve the republic. Um, but there's other means that we would like to be able to do it, and it gets really tiring when you're kind of held in this box when you have you're 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 held down by one faction. You know, you already got the uh, uh, social media platforms and all that, that that's keeping you down and keeping you from getting your voice out there because they don't want the truth that's out there. And then you have uh, another faction that just ignores you because all they want is the red meat and they want to listen more to provocateurs yeah. and people who are just going to stoke their pride and their anger and give them a whole bunch of information and have them go out there to be motivated to be angry, but not really give them 
what it needs, the, the, the finesse to make their dispatch of the information that they have really stick. But often they end up going out there and sabotaging themselves. And I've yeah. been trying to say that for a long time, as long as I've been doing this, so like, hey, uh, Republicans, Republican voters, too many of you are giving the Democrats everything that they need to do the damage that they do. And rather than, you know, paying attention to that, they ignore it. And a lot of them has thrown me under the bus. And that's it's 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 really demoralizing and it's tiring because that's it's like the word you're, you're just you're you, because you don't want to give up. You don't want to give anybody the satisfaction, you know, but I'm just like seen as the as the bad guy, you know, for for being on this crusade against the Confederacy, whom people take as me having some beef with the oh, South, which I, a lot of that, which I don't. It's like I've never said I had beef with the South. My beef is with Democrats, period. Who was the Confederacy? You know, you got people out saying there that, that the, the, the communists have taken over the White House. No, they didn't. The Confederacy did. And they had help from the Republican Party to do it. Now, that's blasphemy coming from me. But I'm trying to tell it's like, y'all, who do you think they are? That same Democrat Party that's in there right now. These people who are, are, are trying to uh, uh, who are hung up on race, these same people who are trying to get into everything that you got and want to basically make slaves out of you. You see, it's like the Democrat Party has not changed. They're the same people. You can't just take what you think the Confederacy was and make it your own truth. That's what Democrats do. Yeah. You know, but and I'm trying to say, stop helping these because these people are destroying us and you're helping them do it. And it's tiring. You know, it's it's like, man, that's another good word. It's spiritually draining. It's mentally Exhausting. draining yeah. and it's draining people's pockets. These people are doing a lot of damage. Um, you know, these uh, obviously comes and goes and stuff, but I have to tell you the honest truth here. Uh, the first time I heard anybody. First time I heard this emotion, the specific, real specific emotion that we're talking about. First time I ever heard it come out of anybody was several years ago when I was um, much more uh, prominent. And uh, the person I heard it from was you. Uh, we hadn't seen each other for a while. We caught up with each other. And, and I said the same thing that everybody else had been saying to you. You know, hey, man, what, what, what made you give up doing the videos? And you said, I haven't given up doing the videos. I do one every week or whatever. No one's watching them anymore because YouTube has, has dialed me down. And I thought to myself, man, that's got to be rough. And then a few years go by and then I find out, no, oh, it is rough because that's certainly what's happening to us now. It's very, very hard for me to watch uh, something that I put a lot of effort into like a firewall or something and get 14,000 views, you know, when, you know, you'll look at somebody unwrapping a microphone. Uh, <laughs> hey, look, I just got the new road uh, and it's 720,000 views. It's hard. Mm -hmm. And, and when people ask things like, well, why, why don't you do more, uh, you know, firewalls? It's like, because, because of the amount of work that they take, and the amount of views that they get, it's become, I don't want to say it's become cost ineffective because that's essentially the product that this, that this shop puts out. But from an emotional point of view, it's really, really, really hard. And, and this is why when I did that invisible thing, when I talked about the, the audience of the people, I, I, when I talked about the audience of the people who are tremendously successful in this sphere, right? 
Steve Crowder and and uh, and and Ben Shapiro and and all these guys and and how good their numbers are relative to our numbers, it's still five percent of what gaming and and pop culture channels get. And as you mentioned before, I not only do I want to move into that uh, space. I think somebody has to move into that space and we just don't have the financial resources to do it. And for me, what it's like is it's like, it's like sitting on the third baseline, watching a professional baseball game and watching a a pitcher having some trouble and knowing that I go home every day and I can throw 112 mile an hour fastball, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm stuck here in the, in the stands with my little pennant rooting for the good guys but I want to get on the field, you know? And, and if I could get on the field, if I could really just get on the field, I could really show people, really show them what, what I'm capable of and what, what the team would be capable of. And so sitting there uh, in the stands, it, essentially with your, you know, with your hands against the glass, it's, it's really hard. And, um, and, and look, man, the, the ultimate quality of, of, uh, of success, of heroism, of of uh, of of beating the odds of, of good versus evil. It's not it's not bravery, and it's certainly not victory. It's how how well do you handle defeat and and setback? Uh, it's it's been said a hundred million times. I just wish more people would listen. I certainly pay attention. This is my philosophy. It doesn't matter how many times you get knocked down. It just matters you get back up again. And I know this that this feedback that you've gotten really knocked you down and 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 took the wind out of you and 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 you just want to say did you not did you not even listen to what I was saying you know there's nothing worse than fire that hits you from the rear that's the most disturb- that makes me want to hang up the thing every single time I get somebody saying you know I used to be a supporter of yours I've been supporting you for 15 years and then you said something I disagree with and now you're dead to me right, right. Uh, yeah, that that's 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 like you know what? Let's just close this whole thing up. I'm gonna I'm gonna go work at an ad agency and I'll write jingles for 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 uh, soda pop. So it's not a question of how often you get knocked down. It's a question of whether you get back up again. And here we are, both of us. You know, we've both been in better shape. We've both been in in better moods. We've certainly both been in better financial situations. We've both been in situations where we weren't where things weren't nearly as precarious as they are for both of us. And here we are doing our shows like we do every week, right? Because, because, not to put too fine on it, pal, but because we're men, right? Mm. This is this is manning up. Yes. It's like I, I find that talking about it helps me, and not only helps me, it also takes an enormous amount of pressure off of me to hear from members saying, "Bill, it's okay, you know, just take a." Just, I, I really need to hear that because my my emotional uh, kind of substrata is if I don't keep all these plates spinning all the time, you know, everything's going to come crashing down. So hearing that kind of feedback that we got from the Stratosphere Lounge really did me a lot of good. But all of this pity party stuff is is fine and, and useful. And, and what we're doing right now, you and me, except to be doing it in front of other people, because hopefully people in the audience are going through this too. This is why we're talking about this, because we could have this conversation in private if we wanted to. Despair, disillusionment, apathy, lethargy, uh, hopelessness, that is the objective. And and it is being deployed against us by people who are unbelievably skilled in this and 
who are not afraid to put their money where their mouth is when it comes time to destroy the country. George Soros put $43 billion into this, just him, mm. right? We have to fight this by, by essentially just you know begging people for $9.95 a month. It's, it, 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 we, the previous show that we did this week was called Dignity. I find it, I find it a little degrading, to be honest with you. You know, it's just how I was raised. Now, now part of that is my own internal thing, right? Part of that is like, I'm not selling you a, a shoe. If I if I was selling you shoes and you were giving me money, I'd feel fine with that. If I was selling you shoes and you didn't give me money, I wouldn't give you shoes. And so part of it is kind of like, you know, I don't know if I really understand or or, or appreciate the value of something that's out there for free, right? There's, it doesn't cost anything to watch the virtue signal, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a tough thing to charge people for. You know what I mean? Sure. That's just my. That's just kind of one of the uh, issues I have with with the business end of it. But look, everybody out there is feeling this now. And when we, when you and I talk about it, it helps. I think helps other people. I know talking about things like uh, like uh, suicide, which is not something I ever really considered, but I've been around a number of people who have. And and when you hear from people who say you really you you actually saved my life, you know, it's mm. like. Okay, well, that's enough to get me going again. But look, man, here we are, right? We're 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 in we're in the fight. We're going to stay in the fight. We're not going anywhere. But there are times when the situation, either intentionally on the part of the left or just just an alignment of 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 random events, can really knock you down. So, my feeling on that is. Might as well let our friends out there and our allies know, yeah, there are times when we get really get knocked down, just like you do. We're not we're not heroic all the time. We don't just sit there, oh, no. We we get we get demoralized by this garbage and, and this assault. But that's not the point. The point is we get back up again and we will continue to get back up again until we can't get back up again. Not until we don't want to get back up again, because there's many times we don't want to, but we're going to get back up again until we can't get back up again. And and after that, then we'll get back up again, again. Absolutely, man. You know, and, and the thing is, you know, the, the gut punch, the thing that does knock you down, it's not because it's not because somebody has made some incredible argument that has made you feel like, oh, man, I feel so devastated. It's like, no. The, the heartbreak and the knockdown, it's like, wow, you really believe that? You are basically making arguments that are emboldening the Democrats to use you and you want to stick with that. And so what do you do? You know, what do you do? And, um, but the thing that does, and, and, and Bill, I gotta say, man, our, we, we got first world problems. I don't Yeah, that's the that truth. No, people, that's the truth. You know that's what I'm saying? There's, there's people, uh, who are dealing with things far worse than us. And that's another one of the reasons that we keep going. It's like, look, man, we ain't got it that bad. We ain't got it like, you know, who, uh, vets who've been in foxholes. No, no, no. Have, well you know said, yes. So it's like, we don't forget those things. And that's another part of the heartache too, because a lot of our vets, they do get forgotten. You know, and we try to speak to these things where it's like, hey, these people, what they went through to preserve this country, to help preserve this republic, and and we're not holding ground here and their sacrifice is just, it's just going by the wayside. That's yep. heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. That stuff makes you tired too, you know? So, you know, I keep going for the same motivation, you know, that the founding fathers did. They had it hard. The things that they were up against for stepping out of line, man, you know, the, the punishment that, that they would have faced, a little bit worse than Facebook jail. Yeah. Uh, you know, but they, they said clearly why they did it. You know, we pledge our lives, our, 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 our sacred honor, appealing to the supreme judge of the world. That was their motivation. 
the Lord, the Lord who is the freedom. He is the freedom. That's, that's his like first commandment. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, the house of bondage. It is my law that you are supposed to be free. So they're like, let's do that. You know, so that's my motivation uh, to keep on going and, you know, not 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 give um, not give them the satisfaction of giving up. But it does get it gets frustrating. I mean, the Lord himself knows all about it. his own countrymen, the people that he came to redeem. Say, look, man, this is what's going down. Why do you guys keep killing the prophets who come to tell you the truth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Can you imagine? For? It's impossible to imagine what God thought. But but can you imagine? How Moses must have felt when, when after all the sacrifice, all the work, all the miracles, mm -hmm. everything, you know, all, a, a lifetime of struggle to free, not not to free himself. He was a prince. He could have done anything he wanted. It wasn't about him. He mm -hmm. was living up. He could have lived the could have lived the the, the best life on earth. Yeah, he he goes to all of this lifetime of effort and 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 all of the. You know, I think people think like, you know, here's a miracle. I'm going to make water come from a stone or I'm going to part the Red Sea. And I think I think some people think like that, like that doesn't cost anything. You know, <laughs> I just turn on a switch. No, it, it takes an enormous amount out of you. And and all of that's worth it, except for what must he have felt, you know, mm -hmm. coming down from the mountain with these two tablets. Think and then and then see people worshiping a, a golden cow. You know, he must have the uh, any human being must have must have just said, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, here, you knock knock yourselves out, right? Yeah. Knock yourselves out. I've done everything I can do. I'm done. Here's here's your forget it. You know what? I'm just going to go back up talk to the bush some more. I I, I really <laughs> don't want anything to do with you, uh, people. Now I'm not talking about our people that way, but I am I am saying that that is ultimately the most demoralizing thing is is when you see when you see the people that you love and that's what drives us to do this yeah. the the love of, of the american people the love of the republic and and when you try to when you try to come to them with something that's difficult and at the same time extremely clear it's not it, it's not complicated it's just emotionally difficult in some cases for people to change their minds you, you really got to think about what what you know, what, what else do you want you know I'm, I'm speaking about moses now right bread falling from the sky you know i mean it's not like i'm i'm telling you you're gonna see all these things these things are every day not good enough right so so as far as the the the, the confederacy thing goes to me you telling me what happened and especially the reaction of the guy who was selling the flags. That's the kind of reaction that we would hope to get, right? Mm. I wasn't aware that I was doing something destructive. And, and, and there are still many things that people associate with that flag that are in fact noble things, things like rebellion against a, a, a tyranny and, and, and individualism and all the other stuff, right? That's all, that's all stuff that I think most, patriotic good people would be would be behind and i don't want to be you know stomped on but to whatever degree that flag represents that it 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 is damaging i, I think uh i think it was best put by robert uh, by ulysses s grant um uh who we did our previous show on dignity who was a remarkably dignified man i think uh and i think he said some he's i think it was uh, uh grant who said something to the effect of uh, the the Confederate soldiers fought for the Confederate fought, cause 
with astonishing bravery and commitment. And it's a shame that it was one of the worst causes in human history. Mm. You know, something like that. And, um, you know, here we are. So uh, slings and arrows come with a job, you know. And, and uh, like I said, when you're out there facing this monster, when, when you really are kind of David up against this Goliath of, 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 of uh, support and power and money that's coming to destroy the things that you love in terms of this country and, and its values, when you're out there facing this, you, you, you maybe you have a shield or armor or something, right, to protect you from, from where it's coming from. But that armor doesn't, and the shield certainly doesn't protect you from what's coming from behind. That's why those things sting so much, I think. Indeed they do, man. And, and you know, I, 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 I would, it would be so great if people could see that the Democrats, they're always accusing people of tyranny. That, that doesn't change with them. The that's what that's what Joe Biden did on, on in front of Independence Hall. Accused us of everything that they do all the time. That's their standard operating procedure. Absolutely, they're all they're perpetual victims. They use the victim narrative. They've been doing that ever since the Confederacy. You know, the Confederacy talks about they're, they're, they were victims of Northern aggression. Do people not see that the, the attitudes, the disposition of Democrats does not change? It's always that's what they've always done. They're rebels in the White House right now. And they'll call you a tyrant if they and if you say, look, man, you can't be intruding on a, on a kid's right to live. Oh, you're a tyrant. But it's a human being. It's a person. Well, that attitude hasn't changed since slavery. Dude, you can't be enslaving people. You're a tyrant telling me I can't have slaves. It's the same thing. Democrats have always been that way. So it, but it's unfortunate, man. And it's tiring when people just can't make the connection and they want to stick to this pride. And, and, and take this symbol and, and change it into whatever they want it to mean. That's what Democrats do, making their own truth and, and, and co-opting things to make it mean whatever they want. And it doesn't turn out good. It's not a good thing to do. But, you know, the thing is, Bill, we're, you know, we do this as opposed to not, not so much as opposed to we would like to be able to. It's just difficult to, to get the support to. Because, I mean, we got a lot of fire of, of, of actual things that we want to do to represent in the culture, not just do our own selfish vanity interest. We have things that we do. We want to proselytize in some things. Yes, we do. We would like to do them in more creative mediums the way that the left has done, not yeah. use them for defiling purposes. But this is a lot of how they've done the damage that they do to be able to create these narratives that capture people's attention. And when they got their attention, they can effectively lie to them. So we're trying to say, well, we need to be able to catch people's attention because they don't want to be reasoned with. They want, to, they want to live according to their imaginations. Well, that's where you got to connect with them with. Connect with them by their desire for something imaginative. And then from there, when you have their attention, deliver the truth to them. This is a big part of how we need to infiltrate the culture. And there's just the demand for that is so low com com coming from the party that claims to be the party of supply and demand. That's what we're supposed to be doing. The party that's supposed to be that love Reagan for communicating. But at the same time, you have a party that you can't really effectively communicate when you want to be the party that just wants to be left alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me talk. Let me just add one thing about that. Right. Reagan was called the great communicator because he was able to, to swing so many people. Reagan Democrats. Right. That was an enormous mm -hmm. voting block. Mm -hmm. and, and, and he held it together for quite a long time. Republicans held it together for a, a while after he had left the scene. But why was Reagan the great communicator? He, it wasn't like Reagan was the great communicator because he was a politician. Mm -hmm. Reagan was the great communicator because he was an actor 
who became a politician. It's not to say that he was pretending when he was saying these things. It's that he had the rhetorical skill set mm -hmm. to, to be able to take emotional and, and moral and philosophical issues and deliver the product. Uh, and, and so Reagan is the classic example of it. it. People may think like, oh, well, Reagan was a politician. This is why I don't know why you guys are so into this whole acting and pop culture thing. It's like, no, Reagan was a movie star. He was a movie star who had been known and, and loved to the pretty much the entire population. People knew who he was. And they when I say they knew who he was, I don't mean they just knew his name. They knew what Ronald Reagan was because of the, the movies he'd been in and the roles that he'd played, right? He's the gipper. He's the lifeguard. He's all of these things. He's everything that you wanted. And when he became president, his ability and, and governor, his ability to communicate wasn't wasn't something that came with the office. On the contrary, it was something that came that came with him from the beginning. And and you would think that given the success of, of Reaganism and Reagan Democrats and what the electoral map looked like during the 80 and 84 elections, you know, when you look at how much red there is there, you would think that that would be a data point for people to realize we'd better find some people who can talk to people's hearts and emotions mm -hmm. for the force of good instead of for the force of evil. It's, it's, it's all the data you really need. The most successful conservative that we have ever seen in terms of what the term conservative means, the most successful by far, by far, was the one that came from the pop culture, was the one that was an actor. That's, that's and you know, maybe people think that that's, Shallow somehow. We, I mean, we see it. In, you know, you have a lot of uh, Republican voters who care what these, who cares what these celebrities think, which is the wrong question to ask because millions of people do. These people mm -hmm. are influencers. It's 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 not wise to shun uh, the attention that these people get and the endorsement that they give of 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 you know the 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 tone of the people. It's like a feedback loop. They kind of that's you know, exactly what it is. Yeah, they answer to the tone at the same time they they steer the tone. You know, so. These are things that we're up against and we don't want to play the shallow game. But at the same time, there are tools that you should use, not for defiling purposes or not for evil or anything like that. But there are tools that need to be used and, and need to be employed. Again, we're dealing with a lot of the country that is given over to imagination. Their, 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 their imaginations about what's a person and what's not. Imaginations about your property, imaginations about your taxes, imaginations about uh, the race narrative, imagination about women's rights, all these sorts of things. They're driven by these things. And most of the engine behind that is fear. So you when people are given over to things like that, assuming that you can reason with them is it's not really practical. You have to be able to tap into, like Persuade, you said, yeah. that emotional conduit yep. visually. Uh, uh, auditorially, that's word. You know, you got to be able to tap into these things and and emote and 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 and, uh, and stimulate that emotional uh, imagination response. And when you've made that connection with them, where you relate to them, you've locked in with them, you can start delivering the truth through your narrative. It's it's okay to proselytize through your through your uh, medium as long as it's done. You know, with for the finesse. force of good. Yeah, as long as you're as long yeah. as you're doing good. Yes. Yes, and and and, and the liberals have effectively done it even with awful proselytizing. But the, the thing is, is that their inventory is always coming out. It doesn't matter if it's good. It doesn't matter if it's bad. It's always coming out. They inundate the culture with their ideology. 
And they're in one way or another, they're going to capture somebody's attention with it. Maybe a crappy movie, but, you know, there may be a small population uh, that'll like it, that'll buy it. That's a win for them. You know, so mm -hmm. where's our stock? Where's our demand? Where's the our ammo? Where's our yeah? Where's yes. our ammo? Where's our yeah? Yeah, yeah, man. Where's our powder magazines? Exactly. And, you know, I'm hoping and, you know, it gets tiring, you know, even like wondering, you know, it's just like, wonder, man, look, when are we, you know, when, when can we, you know, uh, achieve this? Put us in the game, man. Yes. You know, let me play game. coach. Right. Getting tired. Just sitting on give the me, bench. Give me one inning. Let me pitch one inning. <laughs> right. Who, who would have thought that just sitting down could make you so tired? You know, but I mean, it's not like we're just sitting here. We're, we're you know, we're trying to, uh, you know, do our part to, to be movers and shakers as far as this goes. But, you know, you really are, you really do get put in a place where you're just put into a box. And, and it's like, how do you do, you know, anything else? You're, you are the product. You know, this is what you do. Um, yep. So, you know, folks, all that to say, you know, of course, you know, we're not talking about throwing it in a towel. And we hope that, you know, we don't sound like, uh, you know, we're, we're playing, you know, victims here. We certainly don't want to sound like Democrats. Uh, but there are things that we're discouraged with. You know, which I reckon you are, too. You feel, you know, a sense of maybe abandonment, you know, maybe sometimes a, a sense of betrayal and things like that. We understand, you know, we feel that, too. It's like what's happened to the Republican Party? It's being taken over by this, that and whichever while we're talking about taking our country back. And we and, and there's things that really need to be taken back on smaller scales before we can even do something so ambitious to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the major things that needs to be done and what the Democrats have done, a couple of things that Democrats have done is that they have controlled the race narrative. That's that's their that's their death star, folks. That's their death star. And 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 unfortunately, Republicans aren't delivering X-wing fighters to go <laughs> and take out the Death Star. They're bringing supply ships to the Death yeah. Star. Stop. We don't need too many of them either. We just need right. a handful. It's like stop doing that. And Democrats control the media. It's like you can you can you know from from not just. Uh, news and entertainment, but social media. They, they are the gatekeepers of the internet now. It's like, man, what a horrible mistake it was to let the internet fall into the hands of, of the UN or whichever, right? It's like, we don't we don't have that anymore. So it can't just be about, so we need search engines. Uh, we need, uh, yeah, social media platforms. It would be nice, but it'd be nice if you're not dependent on platforms like Amazon and Google and all that sort of stuff to be able to, to have your site because they can pull the rug up. Look how deep the Democrats have gone. And we've been warned about this for years. Bill, we said, hey, you're giving the Democrats too much. Even right now, being here on, on YouTube, we hate it. We hate it happen to be dependent on them. But, you know, we, we're having to play in the enemy's backyard. So, folks. Yeah, we, trust, we trusted them. Yes. And that was a big mistake. When they said, this is a free speech platform. You say whatever you want to. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, and I'm not saying it's, it's too late to change anything. But No, it's uh, never too late, man. Yeah, as long as, we, you know, as we're, we're living and breathing. But, you know, the, the, the Democrats want a civil war. Uh, so, uh <laughs> but we're the violent terrorists. But see what I'm saying, folks? You see who plays on people's imagination? Are they reasonable people? No. So we can't reason with them, but we can appeal to their imagination somehow. So I'm um, just just uh, uh, imagine where that can go, if you will. Yeah, imagine. <laughs> oh, man, did we just I, I hope I didn't put the song Imagine in people's heads. No, it we're never so occurred to me until just a second. We'll edit that out. <laughs> yes. OK, good plan. Woo. All right, folks. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Virtue Signal. I'm Alphonse Rachel, my buddy Bill Whittle. Thank you guys. We'll see you.